Hi, welcome again. You're listening to Yogi's Podbox. Well, we've been discussing in lots of historical monuments in India. And uh, right now I'll share some details about the Hampi one. Traditionally known as Pampakshetra of Kishkinda, Hampi is situated on the southern bank of the river Tungabhadra. Once it was the seat of the mighty Vijayanagar Empire or the Vijayanagara Empire. The monuments of Vijayanagara city, also known as Vidyanagara in honor of the sage Vidyaranya or the Vidyaranya, were built between 1336 AD to 1570 AD. From the times of Harihara I to Sadasivaraya, a large number of royal buildings were raised by Krishnadevaraya between 1509 AD to 1380. have left graphic and glowing accounts of the city. It covers an area of nearly 26 kilometers and is stated to be enclosed by seven lines of fortifications. Isn't that amazing? Extensive remains of the places can be seen within the innermost enclosure of the ancient Vijayanagara. The various religions and secular structures which include Hindu and Jaina temples or the Jain temples Audience Hall of the King, the magnificent throne platform to witness the festivals and other events, the King's Balance or the Thulabhara are awe-inspiring. They say Thulabhara or the Thulabhara or awe-inspiring. This is beautiful to look at. Temples of the city are noted for their large dimensions, florid ornamentation, bold and delicate carvings, stately pillars, magnificent pavilions and a great wealth of iconographic and traditional depictions which include subjects from the Ramayana and the Mahabharata. The largest extent of temple of Pampapati or the Pampapati or the Pampapati now in worship in existence was extensively renovated. Its magnificent entrance tower was caused by the Krishna Devaraya. The Vithala temple is an excellent example of Vijayanagara style. The monolithic statues of Lakshmi, Narasimha and Ganesha are noted for their massiveness and grace. The Krishna temple, the Patambiramba, uh, sorry, the, the Patabhirama temple or the Patabhirama temple, Patabhirama or the Patabhirama temple, Hazara Ramachandra and Chandrasekhara temples, as also the Jaina temples or the Jain temples or other examples. Majority of these temples were provided with widespread bazaars flanked on either side by storied mandapas or the mandabams. Among secular edifices mentioned may be made of the Zenana enclosure, wherein a massive stone basement of the Queen's Palace and an ornate pavilion called Lotus Mahal or the Lotus Mahal are only remnants of a luxurious Antapura or the Andapuram. 
the corner towers of arresting elevation the dhananyakas enclosure that is the treasury or the dhananyakas enclosure dhananyakas or dhananyakas enclosure which is treasury of the mahanavami dibba or the mahanavami dibba carrying beautiful sculptured panels a variety of ponds and tanks the mandapas the elephants tables and the row of pillared mandapas are some of the important architectural remains of this city recent excavations at the site have brought to light a large number of palatial complexes and basements of several platforms interesting finds include a large number of stone images both in round and relief beautiful terracotta objects and stucco figures that once embellished the places or the palaces in addition many many gold and copper coins household utensils of ancient times a square stepped tank which is called the sarovara at the southwest of mahanavami dibba and a large number of ceramics include or including the important variety of porcelain and inscribed buddhist sculptures of second or the third century of ad have also been unearthed this is again a beautiful monument to relish and to have a beautiful site to visit uh now again i will talk about uh, the kajraho kajraho the ancient kajraho vahaka or the karjujura or the karjura vahaga or the vahaka karjura vahaka or kajraho represent today a distinct pattern of art and temple architecture of its own reminding one of the rich and creative period it witnessed during the chandal rule or the chandala rule or the chandela rule it was the principal seat of authority of the chandela rulers or the chandala rulers who adorned it with numerous tanks scores of lofty or the lofty temples of sculptural grace and architectural splendor the local tradition lists 85 temples here but not only 25 are standing examples in various stages of preservation the rest all are ruined they say but for chausat yogini brahma and mahadeva uh, which are of granite all the other temples are of fine grained stone buff pink or pale yellow in color yasovarman or the yasovarman in 89 uh, in ad i think it's 954 built the temple of vishnu now famous as lakshmana temple is an ornate and evolved example of its time proclaiming or the proclaiming the prestige of the chandalas or the chandelas the vishwanatha parsavan it's called uh, the vishwanatha parsvanatha and vaidyanatha temples belong the time of king danka or the danga the successor of yasovarman or the yasovarman the jagadambi and chitragupta are noteworthy among the western group of royal temples of kajraho the largest and the grandest temple of kajraho is the immortal kandaraya mahadeva or the kandaraya mahadeva which is attributed to king ganda in i guess 1017 to 1020 ad or 1029 ad 
to be precise 1017 to 1029 AD. The other examples that follow which are Vimana, Adinatha, Javari, Chaturbhuj and Duladiyo or Duladiyo are smaller but elaborately designed. The Kajraho group of temples are noted for lofty terraces or the Jagati and functionally effective plants comprising of an Ardhamantaba or Ardhamantaba acting as entrance generally adorned or the entrance generally adorned with Makara Torana and Kakshasana or Makara Torana and Kakshasarana Kakshasana should be Kakshasana Kakshasana the Mandapa as the hall with Antarala leading to Garbhagraha or Sanctum the Garbhagraha or the main sanctum. The larger temples have Mahamandapas which are very big in front of the Ardhamandapa or the Ardhamandapa. They also have minor shrines at four corners and thus categorized as Panchayatana or the Panchayatana. Panchayatana should be precise. The exterior of the temples is richly decorated. In contrast, Javari and Brahma temples or the Brahma temples are simpler creations. The sculptural embellishments include, besides the cult images, Parivara, Parsava, Avarana, Devatas, Dikpalas, the Apsaras and Surasundar or the Surasundar is, which win universal admiration for their delicate, youthful female forms of ravishing beauty. The attire and ornamentation embrace winsome grace and charm. The recent excavation at Bija Mandal in Jatkara near Kajrahu has revealed the remains of a huge temple-based datable to 11th century AD, which extends over 4 meter than the largest known temple, Kandariya Mahadeva Temple or the Kandariya Mahadeva Temple. An exquisite image of Saraswati was also found from here. This is beautiful. This is amazing to uh, narrate and give examples of these many places. The next one would be Ajanta Caves. Ajanta Caves is again a splendid and a beautiful one to visit. The precious monuments and the beautiful caves among in India. Well, about Ajanta Caves, which is situated in the Aurangabad district, the Ajanta Caves boast of Buddhist shrines, hewn out of soft basalt rock. They are located on the side of a stony cliff, that is on the upper side of a U-shaped gorge on the tiny river Vagur in the Deccan Plateau. Hailing back in time to the 2nd century BC and 40 uh, crashed period, I guess, uh, these magnificent caves are home to some rare sculptures of the culture and tradition of that age. It's magical how the figures nestled in these caves are almost unscathed by time. Each cave within has a different story to tell with a quaint sense or the quintessence of tantric Buddhism from its past lives to its rebirths. These caves are home to some of the earliest monasteries and worship halls of diverse Buddhist customs 
etched into a 250 feet solid rock wall. Located a few kilometers away from the heart of Aurangabad, the site is under the purview of the Archaeological Survey of India. A tour of the entire site would take you anywhere between 4.5 to 5 hours. It's a steep walk up and down or up and down the hill. So it's going to be amazing and thrilling. It's important to go well prepared. One of the famous monuments of Maharashtra, these caves lure a flock of tourists during the holiday season. That's about Ajanta Caves, outstanding universal value. As I said, this was uh, this is in Maharashtra. It's found, I mean it it found their it has found their way in the memories or the memoirs of a Mughal official of Akbar era in the early 17th century. Lost in the abounding lush green landscapes, they were accidentally discovered and were excavated in 1819 by a British colonial officer on a tiger hunting party. This was. Ah, this was just a discovery. Oh, they have been known to be the first stated about in the Chaityas and other most ancient monuments. A major part of these caves were created in the second century BC. With the downfall of Vakataka or the Vakataka Empire or the Vakataka Empire in 480, these caves were soon abandoned after the death of Harishena or the Harishena. the loyal patrons of these caves fled in buddhist monasteries this monument is in maharashtra i said in aurangabad uh, district or the aurangabad place uh, when you have or plan for indian visits for your holiday do not forget to or people who have already seen this would know how better and beautiful this is So enjoy your place and this is about some information which I thought to share about the Ajanta caves. See you again in next episode. Thanks for listening.